feel like dancing a little bit. Just a little bit. Westernized, you hear that music, any variety of music. You hear my voice, you hear his voice, you know what day it is, you know what time it is. Friday, 2 o'clock, Westernized, I-95 Sports Network. Number to call is 1-605-562-8001. Press 5 to join the conversation. Hey, good to see you again. Good to good see you. To see you. I, I'm, a little, uh, I'm a little torn. Um, Giants hired a general manager, Dave Gettleman. Uh, as if you were living under a rock for the last 24 hours, you would know. Or if you weren't living under a rock. Um, didn't know how I felt about it. I heard his press gonna, conference today. I'm got not a little gonna, encouraged. I'm not going to say anything bad about it until I see, you know, and what happens. And that's what I tweeted out. I don't know how I feel about it. I wanted Lewis Riddick. I thought maybe that was a more modern. Although, my prediction did come true. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that yesterday. And Jordan Renan of ESPN actually tweeted out the other day or last week. I think two days after I said this. <laughs> And was like, well, it's probably not going to go until after the new year. And I was like, well, there goes that. That uh, got uh, eradicated pretty quickly. But uh, I was wrong with my prediction, by the way. I forgot. Islanders lose out. They lose that net last game before the Christmas break. Uh, Saturday, How many games did they have left? Just one. And I said they were going to lose that game, and they ended up winning. Was that the overtime game again? No, that was – they won overtime oh, just the other day. Oh, that was – oh, your Christmas uh, – when was the last time we did our show? It's the 20 – 22nd, wow. That was the game where Matt Barzal had a hat-trick. Wow. We're going to get into him. Um, Chris Crow, before we fully start, there are some things that go beyond the game. We saw it with Brian Boyle, and he ended up coming back and playing well, as we saw. Uh, we're praying for Chris Kreider. Uh, blood clot is, is not a minor thing. It's very serious, as everyone knows. Um, six to eight-week timeline, I'm not even looking at that. I'm just looking until he gets better, until he gets upright to do what if you could have he loves to do. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to... Doctors say, you know, it's not, it's not to that point, but it, you never know with these medical type things. And I'm not a doctor, nor are you, nor is a lot of people that we know. So we're just praying for Chris Carter that he can get healthy. And if he can get back on the ice quick, that would be fantastic um, to discuss that. Should we buy Steven? Should they get a forward or should they sell off the expiring contracts? We'll discuss that as well. Oh, yeah, and Todd Bowles and, and Mike McCadden were back. But I kind of expected that. I think we all should have expected that. Well, before the season... You and I were both well, saying that he needs to be out of here. Were we not? Yeah. I mean, but no one expected that good start uh, from the Jets in the beginning of the season. And then, obviously, they flourished a bit. And they get an extension. And I guess we'll start with Dodson Toronto already. We'll get into the Gettleman after. Who's your Giants? Look for a coach. And, Steven, did you watch Oklahoma State last night? That's no, the but best, I'm sure you were. That's the best damn quarterback in the draft. That's the best damn quarterback in the country. I, I feel like some people will disagree with you. That's that. fine. I'll go right. You can at me. Go ahead. At me. People say don't at me. No, go ahead and at me. I put myself so right out. I think he's going to be a good quarterback in the NFL. Uh, Tell me why you think he's going to be. He, now, he's not the biggest guy. Drew Brees isn't the biggest guy. Let's remember that. He has the best arm. Aside from Lamar Jackson, but people don't even know if Lamar Jackson could have come out as a quarterback. As the four or as the three? Cause I came he's in, out of Louisville. Lamar Jackson's out of Louisville, yeah. yeah. Mason Rudolph's at Oklahoma State. Out of the Josh Rosen, Sam Darnold, and Mason Rudolph, and I haven't watched enough Josh Allen games to make a proper assessment that would be unfair to him. I watched the bowl game for a little bit. I watched the Boise State game. I like what I saw. He has the, he has the tools. Um, Mason Rudolph to me, and he struck me the first time he played this year. It was against Tulsa. I'm like, all right, I got to see something better, though. Didn't have a great game at TCU. That's one of the best defenses in the country. Didn't have a great game at Texas. I think he was injured, though. He ran, they ran the ball way too many times. 
Um, he has Stephen has the best arm. When it comes to throwing under pressure and feeling the pressure, he's better than Josh Rosen. Decision making better than Sam Darnold. Um, his uh, the ball placement, the fact that he can put these balls <laughs> into these little into these little holes and slots to his receivers. I mean, I I what was a George, I was George dropped the football, Stephen the footballs. Um, my jaw dropped the first time I saw it, and I've been following him since, and I really do believe he's a – I see Drew Brees. He's a senior. He's mature. And you can see that on the field. He's a leader. He has to stay on his chest for a reason. What, that is the best quarterback in this draft. What about Baker Mayfield? You know what the thing is about Baker Mayfield? Because he's listed at six, six – I think six foot nothing. Um, if he was five, four or five inches taller, people would be talking about how his style plays similar to Aaron Rodgers, because it's true. The way that he plays, now not like the arm Aaron has, because Aaron has a fantastic arm. We've seen playing Hail Marys um, done by that a couple times. But uh, I think people compare him to Russell Wilson. I don't, I don't see that. I think Baker Mayfield, I don't want to compare him to Rodgers, but the way that he does play is very comparable to him. I would say he... Uh, I don't know. I would have to go back and look at the tape um, and uh, make that proper assessment. From what I can see, Sam Darnold reminds me of Tony Romo. Um, Josh Rosen is a pure passer. Reminds me a little of Drew Brees, and I think the whole package of Mason Rudolph definitely reminds me of Drew Brees himself. But what about the whole thing with Josh Rosen saying he he doesn't want to go to Cleveland, you know, if you were first, picked first overall, who would not be happy? I would see that happen uh, with I our franchise quarterback. I, I don't know if he's going to be picked for I think people keep telling me Sam Darnold. Now, he gets cut off the tree. He has to cut down the turnovers. I get it. He had a great season season prior to this. Yes, he did. And maybe he does need another year in the NFL. And, and there were some – or in, the, uh, in college at USC. And there were some rumblings about it, yes, but – if he comes out, people project him as the best quarterback in this draft. I tend to disagree with them, as everyone in this world does know that. And I think he would be the number one overall pick. So the Giants would probably land with Josh Rosen. I think that's a mistake. I think this team needs – and this is what Gettleman has to look at. Obviously, an offensive line. He came out and said, "I did you listen to his presser today? I love the, most of the answers that came out of his mouth. By the way, Boston guy, really strong Boston accent. Really, Stephen, really, really strong Boston. I think that Boston connection (laughs) may lead us to head coach. uh, (laughs) uh, Patricia? Oh, God. Um, Matt Patricia. I don't know about that. You know how I feel about the offensive and defensive-minded types of head coaches. But um, when talking about Odell, uh, it would be – he said it, you know, he would be ashamed of himself if he were to just judge a guy off that one time that he saw him. He knows he's a generational talent. From his comments, it sounds like he wants to re-sign Odell Beckham Jr. He wants to sign to that extension. Um, he acknowledged that the offensive line needs to be fixed. He's not going to shy away from that. Um, and he really he said all the right things today, which we've seen in the past, which Jerry Reese for the past decade, wasn't great with the media. Attacked some reporters sometimes verbally. Um, when reporters asked him about the bust that he had in the draft classes, he, he immediately asked for proof. You want proof. The proof's in the pudding. Uh, go on Google. Google it. Google your drafts, Jerry Reese. Um, and Stephen, if you look at the drafts, drafted Keekley, drafted Shaq Thompson, didn't draft Cam Newton, drafted Christian McCaffrey, um, 
Devin Funches, he drafted. He drafted actually most of that defense over there. Drafted Josh Norman. But we all yeah. know how that situation. I that's know one thing. That is one thing I really do hope that he he learns. Um, and that's that. one thing Odell and Gilman can have in common. They both hate Josh <laughs> Norman. <laughs> so I think he said all the right things today. Now let's let's see him perform. I didn't love it, but like I, I tweeted yesterday, let's give him a chance. Now find a head coach. And can that be Bill O'Brien? Can that be uh, who, who do you think is going to – that guy from New England? Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels. I mean, there's some rumblings about even Spagnuolo coming back. Yeah, I wouldn't even give Spagnuolo an interview. I'm I, serious. I, I, I'm serious. I wouldn't even give him an interview. He's going to need some new blood. Um. Yeah, which I thought that, but the fact that they continue to stay in house. Now, what Anita Marks said to me, Anita Marks has her her finger on the pulse of everything that goes around in the NFL. Gettleman's not the greatest personality. Gettleman's not the best communicator. That is going to be the assistant GM, Kevin Abrams, which it looks like he's going to be. I mean, Gettleman's 65. It looks like he's going to be groomed to be the next general manager, which, again, goes back to the surface of the Giants staying in house, which aggravates me a little bit. I would go outside house just a little bit. But John Mayer can't let go of his ties, it seems like. So be it. It's worked. Steven has given us four Super Bowls. It's given us, uh, personally, two in the last ten years. But um, I heard Steve Wilkes is the name. Steve Wilkes is his defensive coordinator in Carolina, but is also the assistant head coach, and maybe that experience. And he was with him in Carolina. I don't know. We're going to see. Well, and the Giants have a lot of off-season moves they need to make. They have a lot of guys that have expiring contracts, like Dominic Rogers Camardi. He's probably gone. Uh, I mean, Eli Apple, probably not going to be seeing him in another in a Giants uniform again. Who knows if Eli Manning is going to be the quarterback next year? We'll see. But I'm not really sure how I forgot to bring this up. Um, he wants Eli Manning as a starter next year. That's how he views him. That's how he sees him. Gentleman is a very – Stephen, if we look at – if we compare the two general managers' drafts, just from when Gettleman started in 2013 with the Panthers, not even close. It's not close. You look at Jerry Reese drafts compared to him, it's laughable. Most of those guys are still on that team in Carolina, which is not what you see with the Giants. Well, Luke Hickley is one of the best, you know, linebackers in the NFL. Best linebacker. I think we, we don't even have to put polarization or, or compare him to anybody. I think he's the best linebacker in the NFL. He can evaluate talent very well, and he sees when he sees a need, Steven. Best player available, that's great. When he sees a need, when he let go Josh Norman that year, he drafted three cornerbacks. So when he sees the need, he goes out and addresses it. So I guarantee we will see. If there's a linebacker that he loves in the first round, say if they decide to trade down, Raycon Smith maybe um, out of Georgia. Uh, some other linebackers are, are escaping me. Um, he brought up the fact that he had enough talent at each position. You know, he, he alluded to the fact when they drafted Jason Pierre-Paul, they had Michael Strahan, they had Justin Duff, they had O.C., but you can't have enough talent. So he brought that up, and I still think they should draft the quarterback. Although, Steven, I keep hearing they love Davis Webb. They love Davis. They think he is the next Eli man. Well, we very much might see that next preseason, what Davis Webb can do. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it because everyone's talked so high about it. And he's learned from Eli Manning. So I wouldn't say I'm opposed to it, but I just want to, after the Eli Manning era, I want to go in strong. I want to. You know, not have a setback is what I'm trying to say. Um, I would love to John Street's draft Mason Rudolph. We don't know. Listen, he had a it's big, probably not going to happen. He, they had a, he had a big game last night. 
I'm not sure if he's going to play in the senior bowl. With him, I wouldn't. I don't think there's anything left to prove, especially after winning that game against a tough Virginia Tech defense last night. Against a team that was no, nonetheless ball control. I mean, the ball control was fantastic. They went on like a 17-play drive, Virginia Tech. They ended up fumbling it on the two-yard line. But nonetheless, um, I think he's going to be a top-10 pick. I think he'll end up being a top-10 pick. Will that be with the Giants? He's a cold-weather quarterback. I think that's a very good target for the Jets. I mean, where the Jets are going to be and where Mason Rudolph is going to go, I think the Jets, who now have Mike McCagden there for the long term and, and now have Todd Bowles for the foreseeable future, they need – Stephen, that's one team in which we transition now. That's one team that definitely needs a quarterback. Well, they I, need to draft a quarterback. Right. Unless you go out and sign a Kirk Cousins, you need to draft a quarterback. I mean, I think McCown has definitely been a good veteran – you know, leader in that locker room, a great, you know, role model as a quarterback getting into, like, with the transition. But I, well, I, I, bring, could, I bring him back next year. I, I'm just saying that. I could see them bringing back, bringing back Josh McCown as a mentor to a quarterback that they draft. I mean, what, are they going to have a top 10 pick? They're just going to have a top 10 pick. There's going to be a quarterback out there, I guarantee it. I mean – whether it's Sam Darnold, who knows if he comes out. I don't. I can't see him really being the number one overall with all this talk over Josh Allen, Josh Rosen. Uh, I also, I also, I know you love Mason Rudolph. His name is not really coming up in conversation when it comes to top draft picks. That's so fine. maybe Mason Rudolph gets. That's fine. That's why. That's, that's why I Rudolph. think the Jets are a good. Um, if we look at the draft right now, the Jets have. Or are they? They have five wins. Um, either Indianapolis or Houston are going to lose, so that could do nothing but help them. Uh, if you look at the teams in front of them, Giants are locked in. Tampa Bay plays against New Orleans. I don't think they're winning that game. Um, right now, I think they'll be locked into the number seven pick, and we'll see where you know the chips fall after uh, week seventeen. Steven, I don't think it's a stretch by saying this. I don't think they're going to win that game in New England next week, or actually this week on Sunday. Um, you never know, but come on, come on. Unless New England's resting their players, I mean, they also have a number one seed to play for. I don't think that's. And again, it wouldn't be the first time Belichick did that. Number one seed on the line and still throws the, you know, throws Tom Brady with out with only four passes. Um, so we will see. Uh, I I think the Jets are going to end up. I would. I think by the end of the, I think there's going to be four quarterbacks going in the top ten to twelve picks. Um. I think when it's all said and done, when the process has come out, when people see a guy like Mason Rudolph, his arm, um, see his ball placement in a scout combine, and then because there are two teams, there's just too many teams that I mean, let's just go down the line on it. Giants need to draft a quarterback. I think they need to draft a quarterback. You don't think they draft O line first round? Not in the first round, no. Unless they trade back and they still get a set another first round pick. I mean, um, Giants need to draft a quarterback. Uh, San Francisco, Arizona needs to draft a quarterback. Washington's a mystery right now because we don't know what's going to go on Kirk Cousins, but they may need to draft a quarterback. Uh, Cleveland clearly needs to draft a quarterback. Uh, Jets, Denver, Cincinnati, I believe, needs to draft a quarterback. They actually might go with A.J. McCarron and might release Andy Dalton. That's what I was hearing. Miami, we'll see what happens with Ryan Tannehill, N.J. Cutler, Buffalo, we know how they stand with, um, Tyrod Taylor, for some reason, they just don't want to play him, but he keeps forcing his hand. And then last but not least, I think um, 
the Chargers need to draft a quarterback because well, Philip Rivers is almost at the end. Of another the quarterback that might be available for the Jets if they don't want to go draft is you know Indianapolis has two quarterbacks they're playing with. Andrew Luck recovering from his shoulder his shoulder injury, and obviously they have Jacoby Brissett, who's he's probably going to be a franchise quarterback. If it's not for the Colts, it's, for, it's going to be for another team. I I would agree if Luck didn't keep having these chronic setbacks with different injuries. If for the fact that he's not healthy and he can't stay healthy, they might want to hold on to Jacoby Brissett. And you think about that? It's possible, but I don't know. Maybe the Jets can take a look at Andrew Luck. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Realistically, what do you think it would take to get Andrew Luck? It would take a whole lot. It would take. It would probably have to take Jamal Adams. Which no. They won't do it. No. It starts with two first round picks. Okay. And then some. Like I don't think you're draft. I don't think you're trading players necessarily. I think you're trading draft picks. But to get Andrew Luck, I think it does start with two first round picks. Because I will be Stephen. We are on. That, we are at that time of year um, where we do have mock drafts, and I can't wait. I do have. Um, don't look at me like that. I'm getting. I'm just. I'm getting a little excited. Do you have a problem? No, I don't have a problem. Do you have a problem with me? No. All right. Because I'm getting up Todd McShay's mock 1.0. Now this was a few weeks ago. Todd McShay needs to update it because there's one glaring hole that he does not have. There's Mason Rudolph in the first round. He does not have Mason Rudolph going in the first <laughs> well, round. Maybe you're the only one in the world that thinks Mason Rudolph is going to be drafted in the first round. First round is going to be drafted in the top ten. I promise you that. I promise you right now. You want to make a bet? Well, top 12. Give me top 12. No, top 10. You just top said. 10. Fine. Give me top 10. There are too many. We'll make Months. a bet right now. Yeah. We still need to. You still owe me most for. And you still owe me my the Dolphins lost. And you still owe me for Aaron Judge's uh, monstrosity of home runs. Um, so Stephen, there that. are too many. All right, let's 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 go down with it. So, Wait, Sam can have more home runs than Judge, too. Just saying. I, I think so, yeah. Okay. Um, Josh Rosen and – or excuse me. Yes, Sam Darnold and Josh Rosen is going one and two. Because Indianapolis holding on to the third pick and drafting Bradley Chubb out of NC State. Great pass run. Great. Um, safety out of Alabama, Monika Fitzpatrick for San Francisco. I don't think San Francisco has to stay at that fourth spot. It's the only problem. Where has, is the Giants? Has – Josh Rosen, number two. Um, Josh Allen, he has going to the Denver Broncos. Cleveland has drafting Saquon Barkley. Let me tell you, I there. They two first. Yeah, that was from the Texans trade when they acquired um. Oh, uh, Watson. Yeah. Um. Okay. Bears, Bucks, Jets. I absolutely believe they're going to draft the quarterback in the first round. Arden Key is a great pass rusher of LSU. SEC guy. We know how ruthless those guys can be. I think Arizona is going to – I mean, they have to they have to trade into the top ten and draft the quarterback. Wouldn't they have to do that? If Washington lets Kirk Cousins go, they might have to draft, go into the top – there will be no quarterbacks left if you wait until the top, top 15. I really do believe that. We'll have to see. As we get later into the draft, we'll have more discussion on, on that. I can't but, wait. I I can't wait for the season to be over, to be honest with you. I, it's just disgusting. You know what, Susan? I'm kind of looking forward to. How's that? Even though we're still in the midst of hockey season, we're at the best part of, best point of hockey season. Am I wrong? I mean, besides the playoffs, it's great hockey to watch right now. But we'll get into hockey in a little bit later. Baseball. Oh, I mean, happened? there's not much going on. Yeah, what happened? But, you know, another signing off the board that I, I'd like to – the Mets 
started uh, taking a look at it, which I knew realistically was going to happen. You see the money that he got, Steven? Wade Davis Colorado Rockies. The Mets were never signed. Did you see the money? Did he get three for 54? Did you see Alderson's comments the other day? No. What did he say now? That they're looking at all options for every position now. I mean, I would hope so. He won seven games last year. I would hope so. I would hope you know you need improvement within every position right now. I mean, they, they got to do something. Like, it's about time. All these guys are making moves. You know, I, I hear they're in on Josh Harrison. I know you're not too yeah, crazy on him. Mark, he'll go to the Yankees. I'm more. I, the Yankees I was, don't need him. Oh God! You know, I did forget about. I'm sorry, I did interrupt you. Um, if you guys know. And listen to my favorite on WFAN, Beningo and Roberts. Joe hates Todd Bowles. Joe Beningo hates Todd Bowles. And I forgot they were going on at 2 o'clock today. And Evan Roberts is uh, tweeting about Joe's going to have he's going he's gonna to have a hard conniption. He's going to have Bro. Oh, my God. The pain. Oh, the pain. Oh, the pain of being a Judge fan. But, I mean, I, not much baseball going on right now. I'll just get into some hockey. Oh boy, I'm just uh, now one thing, and I do have to say one more thing before um, Neil Best, Joe Beningo currently expressing disagreement on Bulls extension in colorful terms. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back and look at that. Um, one thing you should never do, Stephen. You're ever a commissioner of a fantasy football league. Do not ever, by any any circumstances whatsoever, ever make the championship week the last week of the season. I don't want to win this. Now, I have Le'Veon Bell. They're still playing for a number one seed. I just saw a tweet from Ian Rappaport that him and Ben did not play, did not practice today. And that aggravates me. Um, yeah, he's only projected nine points. Now, on the flip side, oh, my God. He has Todd Gurley, who's projected zero. Leonard Fournette, who's projected nine. Oh, Evan Ingram's not in the game anymore. I don't know. I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed. I don't want to win this way. Steven, get into the hockey. I know you want to get into Barzal. So literally, is the Matt lit- Barzal like the best player besides John Tavares of this decade? Even in this short sample, oh. this short sample this of this decade, who name a better Islander player in the past 10 years, from 2007 to 2017, besides John Tavares, who's the next best player? And Just say it because it's true. Matt Barzal, is that the answer you're looking for? Yeah. Come on, can you think of anyone else? Someone as exciting as Barzal? Vanek was a disaster the half year he was here. Who? Van, was Vanek here more than a year? Or was Vanek was here half a year. Half a year. All right, so that's not Doesn't bad. count. Um, I still put Barzal over Vanek. I don't care how young, I don't care the short sample. Uh, Ricky Pietro is a superstar on 98.7. Not exactly a superstar on the ice. He wasn't even at his best in 2007. No, you got me. You got me, Steve. Barzal. Okay. Did you have a better two games? First, you have your first career hat trick. Just on Wednesday, he gets his first overtime, w- overtime winning goal. The guy's a stud. And he, he leads a. Rookie leads the league in rookies with points. Yeah, I think he's a lock if he's a colder. Assuming he doesn't get hurt, knock on wood. Assuming um, he keeps the pace that he's going on. Yeah. Um, he's just so fun to watch. He might be the single biggest reason, Belmont aside, um, Josh Bailey aside, Andres Lee aside, he and might be the single. Players, I mean, they've been fantastic. It's the best line. But it's 
the top first line in Rob hockey. hit on it when he tweeted out best first line and second line in hockey. I think you can argue it. You can argue anything. I mean, you really they do. have chemistry. Both lines yeah. have such strong chemistry. Um, but you gotta find a goal. There was. I actually do have. I give credit where credit's due. Yara's been a lot better than he was. All right, well, I've played a lot. You gotta better. be consistent throughout the year, though. Um, there is a few people I know inside. He works security, but he has his hands all, all over, all over the stadium when it was at the Coliseum and the Barclays. I know some people on the, a little bit of higher up. Not going to name a name for obvious reasons. I don't want to get the guy in trouble. Um, he was riding on my train that Tavares is at least going to go out as a free agent. He really doesn't think. I think he owes it to his family to at least see what it, a Canadian guy is going to see at least what Toronto has to offer them. Um, I think he's gonna. I, you know what? He agreed with me. He's. I think he's gonna hit the market. I really do think he's gonna hit the market. Now, he's not going to the other team. No, well, in New York though. I don't care what is, you saw. This is the one interesting care. thing. I don't this care. This is the one interesting. And I will continue to give him credit until he's I mean pro- until proven otherwise. You know I know now listen. Even a dead. He blocked uh, me on Twitter for some reason. <laughs> I've never said one thing bad about the guy. I love him. I love him. The de- Listen, even a dead cock is right twice a day. We're talking about incarcerated Bob. He was wrong about the Tony Romo going to Denver. Actually, uh, even though I'm not entirely sure he was wrong about it, I I think that's what he heard. I think that was supposed to happen. It just fell through at the last minute. Maybe Romo had a change of heart. I don't know. Um, the point is, and he, he lets it known. It's not like he goes out and says, well, you know, I said this months ago. He goes out and he retweets his tweet when he had breaking news. Listen, he had Darvish to the Dodgers far before he actually got traded. Far before anyone reported, before he got traded, you know this guy has consistently, and he, like I said, he makes it. He reported Broussard was going to get traded when no one, everyone looked. I haven't heard anything. Steve Zippy didn't say anything. Pat Leonard, who covered the team at the time, didn't say anything. You know, none of the big guys, Bob McKenzie, didn't say. I don't believe it. Screw you. And, and the guy is always right. His tweet. Uh, the way people feel about James Harrison right now on Twitter oh might be God. very similar. I don't want to in hear hockey it. news on hockey Twitter this summer. Stephen, I have not even to the point. I don't think it's realistic. I haven't even come to the point where I even look at the Rangers' salary for next year to even see if they have enough room. Although I, I, I heard that they did. Um, I read an article on ESPN, even though I probably shouldn't read hockey articles on ESPN. <laughs> Eight possible destinations for him. They said they do have the cap room. They move some money around. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, I don't think it's going to happen because I, you, look, you look like you're hyperventilating. I just can't see a life without John Tavares as an Islander. Like, I can't see it. I didn't think the Colts would see a life without Peyton Manning and without uh, without Peyton Manning before he was ready to call like, quits. The Islanders are – just admit it. The Islanders are close. Are, are they not close? You need a goal. Okay. See, besides the goalie. Besides, Stephen, that's the most important freaking position on the team. In the sport. Okay. Besides a goalie. Okay. Are you out of your mind? I didn't say they were there yet. I said they're close. Are they not close? Until you find a competent goalie who can play on a consistent basis, who can help you. If you can find a goalie, or if Tom Thomas Christ can find himself that he was against the Panthers in that series, yes, they're very close. I think they could realistically get to the Eastern Conference Finals. That's hypothetical. The reality at this point, Yaroslav Halak has not been good on a consistent basis, let's be honest, in a couple years. Thomas Grice, aside from the fantastic, 
brilliant 30-plus to 40 games that he has had over the last two years, including that Panthers series, he has been mediocre at best. So we have so one guy hasn't been good in two years on a consistent level, and the other guy we have a very very small sample size on how he could be the goaltender. Good. The defense is bad too. I get it. They I just told, lost Kelvin DeHaan for the season. They just lost Johnny Boychuk and, for, the, for weeks. Johnny, that might listen. That Johnny Boychuk though might that might be addition by subtraction. He was having a really but rough year. Such a better where, where is Joe? Last summer, I told you. Can we have hockey defense? Hockey defenseman. Age quicker. I saw it with Girardi. We're seeing it with Stoll. We've seen it plenty of times. Defensemen in hockey age a lot quicker than everybody else. Age a lot quicker than goalies. And we've seen it now with Girardi, with Stoll. We're seeing it with Boychuk. We saw it with Zidane Chara, who is the most unbelievable uh, specimen that we have ever seen. From I mean, the guy was a seven-foot freak who had the slap shot. Faster than we've ever seen before. And that, look how quickly he fell off. I'm telling you, defensemen, I hate when they put a, I hate the IR term in the in hockey because it just you know, makes me think of, of football. Um, well, because Borchuk got hurt. No, Ham, listen, Ham, now Hamannick is not there. Now, who, where are the lines? Letty's still there. Let, I don't even know. Letty and Pulak. This is going to be, <laughs> listen to this. This could be Ryan. Ryan Where, night oh, in my life. God. Where's your boy, it's, Mike? I know Ron Mike loves Ryan Pulak. Oh, I can't wait to see him in the spring. Let me tell you. Oh, no. So, it's Letty and Pulak. This is going to be Pulak's biggest game playing on the first pairing with Nick Letty. No, let's see that. Actually. He needs... When's the like, next game? What's up? When's the next game? Tonight? Tonight. Oh, I might have to watch. I and might have to Sebastian watch. Sebastian Ajo, who was just recalled, he's, he was the first-round pick from this uh, prior year's draft. He's... Oh, uh, Offensive defense, nine goals, 11 assists in 29 games for the Richburg Sound Tigers. Originally, I think they wanted to call up Devontae's, but he's out week to week as well. But Sebastian he didn't Ajo, do preseason. And so did Sebastian Ajo. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he has tonight. Uh, he's not playing tonight. He's not going to get into an NHL game for quite a little bit just to get adjusted. Uh, but we'll have to see. Some of the things that come out of your mouth, I got, I got to wonder – well, you know, besides a goalie, a goalie, oh my God. Listen, a goalie doesn't win you everything. I mean, how many times has Henrik Lundqvist stood on his head in a, the entire series and they couldn't come out with a win? They lost in six or seven games. Um, but I think that's the truth, Devon. But you need, I, I, I saw someone, who was, who was it? That literally, uh, I, Islanders should trade for Devin Dubnik. I have a trade set up. Are you out of your mind? The Delu- now I know why Joey Love, and I love Joey Love, and I really want Joey Love to call up so we can talk some OK State Cowboys right now. Because that was, listen, that, you see that wide receiver last night? You see James Washington? I know you didn't, but damn, Cowboys can use that boy. I really hope Joey Love sees that. Um, and I forgot my point now. What Joey Love says all the time on Twitter. Oh, the Islander fan hates ninety five percent of them. Hates ninety five percent of them. It's true. And, it's delusional. And listen, you. I mean, we. When I see a delusional, ridiculous statement, I call it out. It can be a fan of my own team. I don't care. I don't care if you're part of my family. I don't care if you're for the same team as me. I don't care if you're my damn blood brother. If you have something stupid to say and it is truly idiotic, I'm gonna call you out on it. And Joey Love does that, and I love that about Joey Love. And, uh, you know, uh, yeah, 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 we got to go to break. All right, uh, commercial, SND Podcast. We missed it. Congratulations 
if they did, I feel like they did something again. Hey, listen, they do. Listen, they have accomplishments every other week. I'm not gonna lie to you, Steven. How is Steven and Dan? You talk to Steven? Yeah, I talk to Steven. He's doing uh, great. I do miss Steven. I'm not gonna lie. Um, oh, I haven't seen him since Belmore, the Belmore Street Fair, Steve. I haven't seen him since I haven't seen any of them since the Belmore Street Fair. Right? Right. When was the GK10 event? That was in, in August, August, right? August. Oh, I miss him. He realized half the people that were there probably. <laughs> <laughs> to quote Joe Beningo, all oh, the pain, the pain. Introducing the s Podcast channel, your one-stop source for all types of podcasts. We are always on the look for new podcasts to join our channel. If there is any topic you would like to discuss, contact us now. We can be reached on all social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, and or Instagram. You can also contact us by email or leave us a voicemail at 516-570-9248. So make sure to contact us now so you can start your podcast soon. Let me tell you, when I was in elementary school, this band was my entire life. Rest in peace, Chester. Oh, my God. I think I'm so... I'm going to stop now. Twice when I was back with you on a Friday, 2.30, getting into our Week 17 picks soon. Talk a little bit of Nick's, a little bit of slide. Uh, number to call is... 1605-562-8001. Press 5 to join the conversation. And Steven just said something to me that makes me realize we probably... We take our rights in this country for granted. Um, the fact that, for anyone who doesn't know, the Turkish government, all the Turks got a little. I only love one Turk. Oh, I love you too, baby. Um, the Turkish government had made, been made aware that Ennis Cantor said some. Not so nice things. Not some very opinionate, opinionated things. Things that he can absolutely say about John, Donald Trump in this country, and people that say worse things about Donald Trump than in this country, which makes me realize we do take for granted about the rights we do have in this country because the Turkish government is looking to imprison and his cancer for four years because, well, basically he said the Turkish the Turkish president is not very good at his job. Um, so it just goes to show, I don't think he's going back there. I don't even know how things are with his family. I know his family is out there. I like Pertaining to the relationship with him and his family, his family's still there. I'm not really sure if they still talk to I mean, I, I don't I don't know. I, I really I don't. don't. But, um, Steven, Steven wanted to, we went to break. Steven Weissman, the hockey man, the baseball man, the half football guy. Steven Weissman said, I want to talk some Knicks. So you know what, Steven? Let's talk some Knicks. Did you watch him on Christmas? I know, I don't know what else you were doing. I did, I did watch him. I, I want to get into the mind of a Jewish person. I really do. On Christmas, now, I, listen, I'm, not, have won that game. I'm not Catholic, but I celebrate Christmas. What do you guys do on Christmas? Like, I'm curious. Cause I, it's probably... Everything's dead. I mean, everything. most things are closed. I went bowling. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I was open. I was supposed to go to the movies, but every movie was sold well, out. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> every movie. Everyone wants to get Chinese. People dude. like, I've been to a movie on Christmas before. People like to go to movies. Yeah, and it was sold out. So we went bowling. What movie did you try to see? Um. No, just, you, just, you just Chosen. Went. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. But we didn't see. You need some Chinese food? It. Yep. That's is that the norm? That's the norm. Every Christmas, I think it's I think that's a good time. Uh, I mean, listen, you don't get the same giddiness that you get on Christmas now when I was a kid, but but I was also watching the Knicks. Ah, uh, uh, let me tell you, Ennis Cancer is a. They need to sign now. He's going to cost the max contract. He's going to cost twenty five million dollars a year in the landscape of the thing. NBA that is today. I haven't seen a player on the Knicks with this much heart since I don't even know. We past our time. I mean, to a point where we didn't, we weren't old enough to. 
appreciate the 90s Knicks, the John Starks, the Ewings, the Oakleys, the Anthony Masons. Um, so, uh, Ennis Cantor is not a New Yorker, but I mean, he, he, the New York area and the New York metro area and Madison Square Garden and, and the fans has fit onto him like skin. So, he loves playing here. I think the Knicks need him for the foreseeable future as a center. Now, listen, we're coming into the reality where the Knicks have won two games on the road this year. It is December 29th. We're almost getting into the new year. The Knicks have won two to two or three uh, games on the road this year. On two different two different occasions, the Knicks have lost to, at that point, the Hawks were the worst team in the Eastern Conference, and the Bulls were the worst team in the Eastern Conference just a few weeks ago. And they just lost to the Bulls again. Now, two different occasions, they've lost to the worst teams in the Eastern Conference. Do they miss Tim Hardaway that much? Now, Ennis Cantor is the second most valuable player to the Knicks behind uh, Chris Porzingis. Tim Hardaway is undoubtedly the second best scorer. Ennis Cantor, you're not going to see what you saw from him on Christmas every game. So, we're getting into the reality. Now, listen, the Knicks are, I think they're three games back of, like, the fifth seed, and they're, like, the 13th right now. So, I mean, the gap between the seeds are very, very, uh, you know, not too far apart. I mean, I think Indiana's the fourth seed, and they're, I mean, come on, they're okay. I mean, Victor Oladipo has had a great year, but, I mean, they're all right. But, um, yeah, so I think the Knicks can still make the play. They're going to have to learn. Listen, I mean, this, it's, it, this is just so bad. I it's, know. Uh, it's it, a joke. It's hard for you. Now, you knew they weren't winning that game last night, coming off a disappointing loss to Chicago and a back-to-back in San Antonio, regardless Kawhi Leonard was playing or not. But, um, yeah, I'm really, I'm really not sure if, this Knicks team to make the play. I mean, they're going to have to win like 30 home games. They play 41 of them. They're going to have to win 30 of them. You can't be losing to the Sixers like you did. So, I mean, we'll see what happens, but uh, we're going to get into our NFL well, picks. We're going to our NFL picks. I mean, this is our last week of doing regular season picks. Week 17 of the NFL season. And I just, I can't believe it. We're going we're gonna to have a our playoffs coming up next weekend, the wild card weekend. And, you know what, Errol? I think I'm going to do a Super Bowl pool this year. I think I'm going to do boxes. Would you be in? I mean, how many apples are we talking? I mean, maybe we'll do five or ten a box. Yeah, eh, we'll talk. We'll talk about it. You know, the Super Bowl boxes, things that are, like, not in my control. I don't like to touch. Like, like I like fantasy leagues. It's in my control. I can do it. Um... I'll do. I'll probably do ten apples a box. Ten apples. I like. Listen, I like apples. Sometimes they make my cut. You know, my gums bleed. I think. Uh, you know, the lady. You would know, you do ten apples a box? I would do it. The girlfriend tells me I'm allergic to them, but I would. I, I like. So you do two apples. You'll, you'll do two boxes. I. I might, as long as you get some. Listen, I'm gonna need to get some peanut butter on the side. I gotta dip some peanut butter in it, but. Do you um, know what time it is? Uh. Was it almost that time? Is it almost that time? It is that time. For the last time uh, of the regular season. Oh, man. Last seven whites in the last season. What? Who said that? Come on. Come on. I can't leave Cancelled. I can't leave Cancelled. You told me this more last night. You were telling me you were canceled. I know what you're talking about. I don't know. I you knew what you were talking about. Like either. All right. Let's go. Packers at Lions. Oh, God. Lions say we're going to touch down. Give me the Lions. Guys are sitting everyone. They're sitting Jordy. They're sitting Rodgers is up. They're sitting oh, Everyone. Oh, they were Aaron Demonte Adams is out. That's that's Aaron right. Jones. Really? Wow. I mean, everyone. These picks are going to be tough. I have to go do, when I'm finished. My because we're finishing our pickup pool this week. Um, obviously because it's week 17, we can go into the playoffs. Uh, I really have 
go down and do my research because there's a lot of things going on that we don't, we don't know. we got to look it up. Go ahead. All right, I'll go on line two, obviously. Houston at Indianapolis. Oh, I hope this is off. Probably they should have prime well, time this game. They have, no, five and a half. they have no prime time game this year. I mean, they should have prime time this day. Um, I'll take the home team. Yeah, give me the polls. Five and a half points. I was stupid and took the Texans to cover nine last week, and, and I just realized they can't score. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, I feel bad for DeAndre Hopkins, but at least he has a guy for the future, though, unlike the past few Texans years. But give me the Colts. Give me Kobe Percent. Give me better teams, to be honest. Chicago at Minnesota. Minnesota favored by 13 points. I'll take the, I'll take the 13. Minnesota wins it. Uh, I'm going to take the Bears to cover. Minnesota has nothing else left to fight. Don't think they have a bye left to play for. Um, uh, I'll take the Bears, 13 points. I think Bears' defense is good enough to keep them in this game. It's just as much as this, he's going to be able to score some points. I don't stop laughing. No. I don't know. I'm not sure. they. I, I really do think they clinched the playoff. They clinched the home bye already, the second seed. So I'm going to go with the Bears. I don't know if they could sit it. They're going to play everybody. But then again, even if they do play Teddy Bridgewater, it's not like it's a big town. <laughs> well, here's the next one. You're going to love this spread. Jets uh, at Patriots. Uh, this is Jets at what the, what the spread is. 17. Yeah. Oh, wow. Patriots favored by 17. I'll let you do the honors first. Jets cover. Yeah, I'm going to go to Jets. I, you know what I mentioned? Steven, I mentioned it. I mentioned it a couple weeks. There's 16.5 point favorites or underdogs against the Saints cover. That's fresh. Um, I mentioned it a couple from it was from a couple years ago, it was twenty fifteen whenever Peyton won the Super Bowl to Broncos. For some reason, Belichick didn't really throw the ball at Brady. I think it could be something similar. I really don't think he's scared of Pittsburgh whatsoever. So I don't know if he's gonna go out and throw the ball at Brady that many times. And I think the Jets defense will keep him I think they're gonna be a little spark plugged up because of how Bulls getting that extension. So give me the give me the Jets to cover. Yeah. Should I take them to win? No, no. no. <laughs> Washington at New York Giants. Oh, Washington favored by two and a half points. Oh, Give me the Giants to win their last game in the year. Go, go out strong. No, I, I think I think Kirk Cousins goes. I mean, listen, they can, you know, have a little up the ante because of the new GM and the new regime that's coming in. They still stand. They're still injured. I mean, I'll give them that. They're so injured right now. There's no reason to really play anybody if they even have a kink in their neck. So, uh, I'll take the Redskins. All right. Dallas at Philadelphia. Dallas favored by two and a half points. It's giving Dallas, Dallas. I mean, Philadelphia has nothing else to play for. Um, Dallas has no reason to not play their starters. I mean, I know they don't have anything else to play for either, but it's not like they're going to be playing a game next week. Philadelphia, I don't know if I would bench Todd Bowles if I was still. I mean, Todd Bowles is not going to play. Uh, Bowles. I say Todd Bowles. Yeah. Nick Foles. I don't think you should bench Nick Foles. No, they have to play him, so they have to get him ready for the playoffs. Because then, then you're not playing a competitive game for three weeks when you have a bye next week. I I don't know, but right. I, I even even with listen, even with Nick Foles playing, I still think Dallas wins this game. That's why I think that you don't do win the thing because they need to see a competitive game out of Nick Foles. They need to see get him hot and ready for the playoffs. That's why I think that you don't win this game. Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Oh God. Seven points. Wow, okay, so that means they're not playing. Because that, that spread started out at 13. Um, I'll take the Steelers, though. Cleveland aren't, Cleveland's not running again this season. Give me Cleveland to cover. Um, I just saw a report from Ian Rappaport, as I said on air earlier. Um, Big Ben and Le'Veon Bell did not practice today. Probably not going to play. I mean, I, I think Cleveland. That's it. It's happening. Cleveland will win today. Cleveland, or today, Sunday. 
Cleveland will win this week. If Bell, if you can't beat Bell, I mean, excuse me, if you can't beat the Steelers without Le'Veon Bell and, and Big Ben Roethlisberger, then you know what? You don't deserve to win the damn game. So, I mean, you don't deserve, hey, so listen, Hugh Jackson doesn't deserve his job if he can't win this game. If they're benching that, those caliber of players. The next game's going to be huge. Cleveland's win. Cleveland. The next game's huge. This is for a playoff position. Carolina at, at, at Atlanta. Carolina's fighting for Atlanta not to make the playoffs. Otherwise, it's Seattle. Give me Atlanta for three and a half points. You choking? See what I'm doing? You choking? I'm doing the I'm doing the ACL. I'm doing the ACL. Who's favorite? Falcons. Oh, give it to me. Give me Cam, baby. Give me. Listen, there was I saw a chart on FS1 today of Cam's efficiency production, and it literally went <laughs> top bottom, top bottom, who's to be top bottom. Um, last week was at the bottom. No, Seahawks are in the hunt, so. Seahawks have to win, Falcons have to lose, and I think they will lose. I think they're going to, listen, I think they're going to, did you see them wet the, wet the bed last week? Did you see Matt Ryan wet the bed last week? Carolina wins, Atlanta misses the playoffs. Hook it, baby. This, this, is a, this is a wild card for me in Carolina. This is a wild card for me to get to this, for that team to get to the Super Bowl because of the lack of experience within this playoff this year, aside from Drew Brees, and aside from whoever makes the 16, but the 16, it's, 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 it's a, the team is just too ganged up, whether, whether it's Atlanta or Seattle, but it's going to be interesting, and we're going to talk about that next week on Wildfire Weekend. But. Kansas City at Denver. Denver, everybody, three points. You know, he's playing this week, right? He was playing this week, right? Joe, it only took 17 weeks, but Matt, Pat Mahomes, Mahomes is finally in there. Give me the Chiefs. I'm going to take the Chiefs. I'm going to be very curious what I see from Pat Mahomes. Uh, I don't think you're going to see a lot, and I think there might be a little controversy going into next week's game. Give me the Chiefs in Denver. Give it to me. Jacksonville at Tennessee. Tennessee, baby, by two and a half points. This game's mean, meaningless for Jacksonville. Now, this is the thing. The spread started out at Tennessee by six and a half. So, that, the spread going down this much, the money rolling into Tennessee that much is kind of – I think he's kind of telling me that Jacksonville might actually – Tom Coughlin has done this before. Remember, he did it week 17, 2007 with the Giants. I think Jacksonville plays their starters for a good amount of the time. I don't think Tennessee's a very good team. I really, really don't want to see him in the playoffs. I'd rather see the Chargers. So, give me the Jaguars. Next game, 49ers at Rams. Oh, I, 49ers favored by three. Uh, I so badly wish that Jared Goff still had something, that the Rams still had something to play for. Which they technically have playoff positioning, but Sean McVay came out and said he didn't really care about it. Todd Gurley will not play this week. Jared Goff, I'm sure, will not play this week. And um, even 49ers, listen, Jimmy G is the hottest Jimmy G is the hottest quarterback in the game right now. Yeah. 49ers found themselves a franchise quarterback and, in Jimmy G. And probably the most beautiful quarterback in the league right now. I think that one goes without saying. God, well, man, we see well, what do you think about yourself? I, I, listen, I wouldn't mind being looking like that guy for a day. Buffalo at Miami. Oh, Bills favored by two and a half points. Give me the Bills. Remember what happened last two years ago when the Jets went into Buffalo and they blew that game? Bills yeah. had nothing left to play for. And Jets they, had everything in the world to play for. Just come out of the playoff spot. And I think that that's going to be happen this week. I don't think it matters anyway because I know the next team gets the Chargers, right? I think the Chargers win anyway, and I think you know, we'll see what happens with Tennessee. 
So I, I don't think, and they own the tiebreaker with Buffalo. Buffalo needs a lot of help. I don't think it would have mattered anyway. So yeah, I mean, give me Bo. I mean, give me the Dolphins, but sorry, Buffalo. Oakland at Chargers. Chargers by eight and a half points. Give me the Chargers. Uh, give me the Raiders to cover. I think Chargers win. I think this game's a lot close. I, listen, Raiders are going in there very loose. Nothing left to play for. I think they're going to go in there, with, you know, a little bit. Let's get this done and let's get in there and and ruin the Chargers season and take them out of the playoff position, which I think a lot of teams in the, in the AFC would like because I don't think anyone wants to play Chargers right now, especially if Melvin Gordon goes. Now Melvin Gordon, there was a chance he wasn't going to play, but now I'm seeing that he will. So give me the Chargers to win. Raiders cover eight and a half. Arizona at Seattle. Seattle favored by ten and a half points. Give me the Seahawks to win this one. Give me the cover. Give me the cover. So Seattle has not dominated anybody. They didn't even. They've not dominated anybody in weeks. They want to make the playoffs. Weeks. They want to make the playoffs. And I think they will win, but not by. I mean, ten and a half is just too much. You still think Russell Wilson's going to be No, now I think it's Calgary. I flipped the script. I think it's Russell Wilson has been bad for two weeks. You don't think Carson wants to win anymore? No, I think I, I, it's tough. You know what? People think he should still deserve it. He might get it. I think he deserves he it. He might get it if people don't want to give it to Brady. I'm not kidding. Um, I think Todd Gurley deserves it. Todd Gurley did something the last two weeks that only two other people in the NFL have ever done in the history of the NFL. So, I think Gurley wins it. What else we got? Is that it? We got the Saints at Tampa Bay. Saints favored by a touchdown. I think the Saints. Buffs are not good. Buffs, I don't know what happened to them. Uh, Tampa Bay just didn't we picked them to win the Super Bowl. That was, or to get to the Super Bowl. That's what happened. Um, give me Saints. Um, God, Tampa Bay has no pass rush, no defense whatsoever. So I think they're going to run the ball at will. And I think, listen, Saints are still, they still got to win that division. They still got to win that division. So, um, give me Saints. Give me Saints by seven points. I'm going to take the box for In the last game. Cincinnati at Baltimore. Baltimore favored by 10 and a half. Oh, my God. Give me the cover. I made that mistake last week, Stephen Weissman. This offense just isn't good enough to warrant them being 10-point-plus favorites. I made that mistake at 13 and a half, and they're at home um, against Indianapolis. I'm not going to make the same mistake again. Give me Cincinnati to cover this spread. I think Baltimore still wins the game, though. I think undoubtedly. So Flack goes out there and plays good enough to win. Uh, I think they go out there and run the ball successfully with Buck Allen, with Alex Collins. And I think that he can still go out there and put that another good shot. So give me the Baltimore Ravens to make the postseason as a fifth seed, another team seeded that no one wants to see. No one else. Something worth mentioning, you know, with Seattle, Sheldon Richardson, he may not He's be agent. Seattle University. I, I don't see any reason why he should be. And he's played well, yeah, but I mean, look what happened against that Rams game. He's going to be a or, Jet next year. Or the Jaguars, rather. He's going to be a I was hearing rumblings about that, but he was such a quote unquote cancer. Was it something else we didn't get into? We have a few minutes to. Um, it's something else that I, I don't get it. I, I, I mean, I don't know why they would want I don't think that. No, I don't think he will. I think maybe because McCagney would say, hey, look at me, I got Jermaine Kirsch, which I, I was. Did pretty, you hear about that? I, I would have been pretty content with that, with just Jermaine Kirsch. I didn't even think they're going to get did a Did you hear what Kirsch said in the locker room today? Loves being a Jet? Nope. What did he say? He said, when a reporter said, that, uh, so what do you think about the, the extension of McCagney and Bowles? He's like, oh, they give him an extension? Did you just not know like, was in an arrogant tone? It or? was kind of like, oh, they're giving him an extension? 
I, I saw that on Twitter earlier today. I don't know if I could take anything out of that context, but you know, something worth worth mentioning. Curse is a valuable player for that team. So And let's not forget, Quincy Nuno is supposed to be going into this season as their best receiver. And he he didn't play one game. So think about it. So Robbie can... Anderson, Jermaine Curse, and Quincy Nuno. Those are your your top three receivers right there and get get yourself a good quarterback. This team's gonna make make a lot of games fun next season. Yeah, and listen, one thing that I think you know, back to the Giants for just the last few minutes of the show, Eli Apple should not be on this team next year. Uh the fact that a leader of a team now he is he that is one guy that leads by example because he he is on the K show every week. And they've asked him time and time again about him being a leader. He says, I don't want to be a leader. I don't want to do that. Um, now, unfortunately for him, the way he plays and the way he presents himself and the kind of teammate he is, we look at him as a leader because of the way that he goes out and puts it. I mean, the guy broke his forearm for Christ, for crying out loud, and he wanted to go back out there and play against Arizona? Come on. And the guy cried over uh, over a season, a lost season for this team. And he cried over not being uh, going to be able to play week 17 against the Redskins. So, um, well, who take out of the Landon Collins? No, I don't think. I, now I saw Eli's going through a lot with his mother. Um, no, not about the, the surgery that she had. Um, now this this came out that she's having an affair with um, her father's best man, and or why is she so involved her, in his life? Or her. Um, or her husband's best man, or whatever it was. You know, he was having an affair, and then, I mean, she put him in a position to the point where she would, well, I will tell you right now, to the point where she, I don't remember the, the legal term for it, but that she gets most of her money, or most of his money. So, um, I mean, that's a little disappointing to see, because she seems like a caring mother. And she probably still is. I don't want to accuse her of being a bad mother, but the fact that all of this went on behind closed doors, and I mean, I do feel for Eli Apple a little bit, but come on, man, you gotta grow up. I mean, you gotta grow up. Listen, we all go through different things every day. We all go through things in our personal life. You gotta go out. You gotta go to work, and you gotta be professional. You can't be yelling at Twitter. You can't be yelling that you gotta go to the bathroom to reporters when they ask you about uh, Landon Collins. And I am using that term. I'm using that phrase, um, taking out you know, the dirty stuff that you said about it, and um, calling Landon Collins a liar. Apparently, in the film room that. Um, that I mean, he walks out of uh, you know film sessions, and you know he got into it with the cornerbacks coach, and I mean everything is just is ridiculous. So, um, nothing good for Lynn. I think people didn't like that Lennon kind of said it publicly. I don't mind it. I don't mind it because if Stephen, if you're trying to get something through somebody's head and they're just not listening and they're being arrogant about it, I mean you gotta try something different. What's the definition of insanity? Trying the same thing over and over again and expecting different results? Landon got, or Eli Apple wasn't getting it? Well, guess what? I'm going to blast you on uh, national radio waves. That's what happens. So. That's what happens. Grow up, kid. You got to grow up. And I don't think he's going to be here next year. I don't know what you – I was listening to the Nita Marks. She doesn't even think they could get a six-round pick for Really? They might just have to cut him. They might just have to cut and he had so, The thing is, he had so much potential. Yeah. He's an Ohio State fuck guy. Whatever. That's what happens. God, I hate that school really do hate that school. Oh, God. Steven, Outback Bowl. You'll be watching the Outback Bowl on Monday? No? Probably not. What are you doing on New Year's Day? New Year's Day? I'm probably going to watch it with the Classic. 
Oh, yeah, I forgot that's on New Year's Day. What are your predictions for that? By this time next week, that'll be happening already. That's going to be happening on Monday. I think the Rangers win that game against Buffalo. Um, that's something we didn't get into also. The but, Rangers. Um, again, you hope Crowder comes back very quickly, but there's a chance he can't play again. I mean, you don't know with it when it comes to you know internal stuff like that within a person's body. Uh, I think I read. I don't even know why I read that card. I read a uh, an article on on Gotham Sports Network. Um, the author's name is escaping me. I just so I I I follow a lot of the GSN. I don't know why, but uh, a lot you know, whatever. But the, the Rangers are getting solid goaltending from both I, I, Henrik and oh, Pavlik. Pavlik had such great. a great game, and that play by Zook in, oh, in the shootout. God. The backhand? Oh, I love him. Um, this guy was proposing the idea, and I'm going to get it. You know, phone's dead. What are you doing? Um, I'll get you a name next week. This guy was proposing the idea that the Rangers sell off a Grabner, a Rick Nash, and um, whoever else, that Nick Holden, who's actually had a pretty decent year this year as well, um, should sell those pieces off because they have expiring contracts, and the Rangers should be looking to get young assets back. I'm not sure if they should really do that. Now, it's, maybe it's just the biasness of me and the, you know, I am a fan and I do want to see this team win and I do want to see this team succeed, but I think they should go out and trade for a piece, Steven, because I think they're an offensive piece away and some better defensive personnel away. And I think this defense is going to get better as the season goes Who's on. Who's closer? Be honest. I'll give Who's- you, I'll give you my answer after this summer. Okay. Seriously, no, you have to. If they resign to Veros. Yeah, no, obviously the Islanders are closer. They have the superstar score. They have a good complement for them behind it. And they don't have a goalie, but everything I hear that they have pieces in the lower ends and overseas, yeah, the Islanders would be closer. The Rangers have an aging goaltender. Um, they don't have they a lot of – They should have traded one course two years ago. But for what? We're trying to – this team tries to win a Stanley Cup, Stephen. Not everyone tries to rebuild for a decade. We had Cam Talbot. And how's he doing right now? Not not so well. Look at Edmonton's defense. It's, it's, the same, it's the same thing with Thomas Grice, though, to an extent. Cam Talbot had a great, great stretch of no, – he had a great stretch of 30 games. Am I supposed to use 30 games as a sample? And it's not like – Stephen, that was three years ago, four years ago now? It's not like Lundqvist has been atrocious. He's been really freaking good. I know, but Cam Talbot could have been your – Bridge. And who's to and let bridge to what? I mean the bridge would have been done. Cam Talbot would have been the guy for That's the foreseeable future. Um who's to say listen, Rick I, mean, I know we gotta sign off. Rick DiPietro on ninety eight seven with Han, uh, Han Humpty oh no, not Han anymore, Humpty Canny and Rothenberg always alludes to the fact that the Rangers goal te- goalie coach is the best in the league. And you know what? Starting to show now we got Talbot, who's been great year last year. I don't know what's going on this year. Antti Ranta, who hasn't been able to get on the ice this year, so we can't give a proper assessment about him, and Andre Pavlik have all come in and been really, really good. So maybe it's the goaltending coach that's making these guys' potential come out. Well, Mark, Maybe they, maybe they'll be able to find a young guy after one, because we don't know. We have young guys down in the system, Steve. It's not like they have nobody. Errol, my resolution for, oh, 27, no, for 2018, the Islanders, John Tavares. Uh, my resolution is... How is that a resolution? I don't know. It's just a hope. It's oh a goal. God. You get, is that even your prediction for next week? That's a prediction. To, uh, no. No, come on. No. Give me, come on. Give me one. Give me one. Come on. I have to think about you that. You have 10 seconds. 
The Mets don't make a move. <laughs> Come on, that's the biggest cop-out in the world. New Year's Day, you will see the Rangers win, and you will see my Michigan Wolverines pound South Carolina Gamecocks. Everybody, have a great New Year's Eve. Happy – see you next time I see you. It'll be 2018. See you next year. I hate that. Don't do that thing, please. Everyone, have a happy, healthy, and safe New Year's. Please, nobody blacked out on the floor drunk. Anybody on the ground. It's cold outside. You don't want to do that. Uh, yeah. Happy New Year's, everybody. And we'll see you in 2018. And Weston and I signing off for the final time in 2017.